Hi there, Adam Nation. This is Jen with Atomic Teacher, the podcast for teachers who take it up a notch. Today, we're talking with Bill McGlisco, a born teacher. A born teacher who loves being at Annandale. I wouldn't say natural because it didn't come naturally. It didn't. I had to. Yeah, I had to. I was. I was weak when I first started. I'm not weak personal skills, but like mm-hmm. I didn't know. I was using improper grammar in my classroom. I didn't know the rules. You know. I mean, think about like the, like. There's no real. Like in college, I took maybe one language course, mm-hmm. and it was Spanish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you never really taught the fundamentals. I, mean, I, was, I was all composition, and once I became an English major, it was all reading books and writing about them. It was never any structure of the language and stuff. So so you don't feel like you were prepared to teach grammar? No, I, I was prepared to teach grammar, but I needed to learn the material better. You know, like, I was prepared to teach. Like, I knew I had what it took to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know the material. Isn't that the important stuff, though? What's that? The... Like being able to teach, like you. Can That's learn. what I'm saying, right? Exactly. Like I feel like my 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 very first job. Not a lot of people don't know this. My first job offer was to teach Spanish. I know Spanish okay. You know what I mean? Like I feel like you're right. Like you know, like I think it's all just how you engage with the with the lesson and whatnot. So yeah, but no, I would. Yeah, you could say natural born teacher though. I guess. Bill, what defines you as a teacher? I aim to provide the students an extraordinary experience, uh, whether it's through vocab, grammar, or literature. I want the students to have uh, their times in the class matter to them. I want them talking about what happened in English class at the dinner table with their families. I want to give them nicknames uh, in ninth grade that stick with them through adulthood. You know, I want my lessons and assignments to impact them, that they remember them fondly when I'm talking with them at graduation four years later down the road, and I want them to create careers in English language and literature because of what happened in my English classes. What do you mean create careers? So they become, like Miss Mathis, she was one of my students who had me for ninth grade, and she became an English teacher. I had another student, Alexandra Valance. Um, She was probably, she's on my Mount Rushmore of students who I've taught in my career, and she's now a professor of English for Mississippi State University. She's got her Ph.D., that's things like that. You said extraordinary experience. Yes. What does that mean? So, you know, they could have their experience at high school just be sort of blah. So extraordinary experience is something that sticks with them. They want to talk about it with their friends. Maybe it inspired them to go get the book that I was talking about or that sort of thing. So when, when they're leaving in June, they're not, 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 not bummed, but they're like, ah. Oh, you know, English was great. I had a blast, you know. So does that mean fun? Um, yes and no, because I think a lot of the times it's not so much fun, the material, but what happens around the material makes it fun, whatever, you know, because subject-verb agreement isn't ever really that fun. But if they're <laughs> writing their own sentences about their own subjects and their own verbs that they choose, then maybe it's a little more engaging, that sort of stuff. Obviously, I think every teacher wants their students to say, oh, class was fun today, you know. That's a good compliment teachers could get, so so maybe. So how do you make that happen? I think just engaging with them and getting connections with them. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've seen students that they're not into it, but then they realize that somebody's invested in them. And at first, it's always, oh, Mr. McGlisco is going to yell at me, you know. But then also you get eventually get to, oh, I don't want to let him down. I don't want him disappointed in me. 
you know, I don't want him, you know, giving me a look or, you know, not so much because it's painful, but because they know that they made a bad choice and now they're getting the little work for it, if that makes sense. So, so, so how do you get them to go from Mr. Muglis goes in the yell? I think to- they realize that, that, you know, that first, you know, whether it's uh, interaction that I have with the student specifically or somebody else in class that he or she observes, they eventually see that there is some caring there, that there is some desire to make a connection and relationship with the student. So they realize it's not about you, it's about them. Yeah, and that, oh my gosh, you know, he yelled at that kid because he didn't do his homework, so I don't want that to happen to me, so I'm going to do my homework. But also, he's yelling at that kid because he knows that kid can get it done. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so, you know... I, I, I hate saying all these things of getting mad and yelling and screaming because it sounds like it's a bad place to be. But I think that you, you said, how do you get that extraordinary experience is that you create the relationships with the kids where they know that this, this teacher is caring and, and, and gives a darn about what I'm doing and I'm going to meet him halfway rather than blow him off. So what's your best teacher trick? Greeting the students at the door as they come to class. Uh, because I've learned over the years that students, some students can go through an entire day without anybody saying one word to him or her. And so I always try to be there to say hello to somebody. And also you get to have a brief opportunity if they need something from me while I'm standing at the door saying, hey, hey, you know, can I get the sheet that I missed? Or hey, can I still turn this in? Or And then also students get the the social skill of talking to adults because a lot of them don't talk to adults. They only talk to their friends and having to look an adult in the eye and say hello, that kind of thing. I also like it because you get to see students who I taught in previous years and, you know, my current students might see me talking to somebody who I had last year and if I don't have the best relationship with that student, they'll say, wow, he's talking to his kids you had last year so maybe this guy's not as uh, tough as, as I would think. You know, even kids that I don't have in class. I remember this one girl... She came by and I complimented her on her outfit. And then like four years later, I read on some rate my teacher page that she was like, I never knew this guy. And he once told me that I look good and it made my day. And, you know, things like that you just don't even know about. Really, it's, it's creating the relationships, you know, being able to do that with them is, is something really simple. Yeah. You make it really personal. I try to. Yeah. Because I, like, I feel like that was the best way when I first started because I was I was young I was 22 years old and I had these students that I didn't really know and you know I didn't really know the material that well then I didn't really know how to teach well so it was just like all right well we're gonna have to just become tight and kids are gonna have to want to come to class and enjoy it and talk to them so have you ever had a happy accident in class just doing vocabulary way back in the day pulling teeth you know to use a bad cliche but Kids weren't engaged. It was the class was dragging on. These were 45 minute classes at the time, and it seemed like they were going for two hours. So the next time we did a similar lesson, I just sort of let the kids pick teams and made a competition out of it. And uh, when I say a happy accident, it was like, I just don't want to have the same lesson, so I'm just going to let them run with it. It turned out to be great, and so I still do it to this day. You know, the kids look forward to it. Oh, when are we going to do the vocab? You know, and so that was something I never even considered. And I was only doing it just because. I didn't want to have a similar experience as the one I had before. So so adding competition. Adding competition and then treating it like a game show, like with music and sound effects and all that sort of stuff. So <laughs> the, the kids sort of get excited for that. So do you have like a cheering track or something? That no, you no. It's all me. Just oh. with the, the singing the songs or the making the sound effects, that sort of stuff. No. 
So do you have any talents that you've developed in your personal life that have transferred to the classroom? Well, and it's funny because it goes back to the competition. I like playing trivia games, and so I enjoy creating bonus questions that have nothing to do with the material. I found that, that, you know, that's something that I like to do, and the students like it as well. And even if they don't have any clue, they always put some fun, random guesses down. And, and so whether they're prepared for the quiz or whether they're not prepared, they still have a decent experience with it because they get you know, the bonuses. Um, I bet it makes it more fun to grade, too. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Especially if they get them. You know, if it's like, you know, this past weekend, I don't even know what the number one movie was at the box office, but it couldn't have been very good because it's that time of year. So if they know it, it's like, oh, wow, this person really knows his or her stuff, that sort of thing. Oh, so, so you also learn about where their interests yes, lie. Yes, exactly. You know, sort of need to have the, that kind of connection. There it is, Adam Nation, one of our Atomic teachers in action. If you're doing something Atomic in the classroom, let us know. Tweet it with the hashtag AtomicTeacher. Thanks for listening. All right.